0: Just got in the city, everybody's here looking good and pretty Been down, isn't it a pity, trying to make things looking bright and chippy All around people seem crazy, walking around trying not to be lazy But at night it's a different place, making it work in your own space Come on, come on and dance all night, I'm here each week, it'll be alright Cause it's just out in the city, cause it's just out in the city Cause it's just out Hello everybody and welcome to the final edition of Just Gow in the City, the season finale of Just Gow in the City for the year 2022, the 402nd, I think the 50th podcast of Just Gow in the City, the 402nd of all of them combined, and here we are today saying goodbye to 2022. As you know, we take a break next week and we come back. Come back blasting in 2023 in January. Listen, you have to go to the bathroom. No, better yet, you ask permission to go to the bathroom, and then you come out blasting. Mike, don't fool around. I'm doing The Godfather for no reason. I don't know why. Hey, it's the season finale. Hey, it's all... Oh, Mike, let's do a movie from 50 years ago. But that's my whole thing anyway, so it doesn't matter. Hello, I'm Dave Juskow, your host for... These 400 and so episodes last week. Boy, I will tell you what a response from everyone. Uh, one of the best podcasts ever, I guess, because that story is unbelievable. From last week, telling the story of uh, Crazy Kate. And now I guess she, um, <laughs> but, you know, I got a, a text um, after the, maybe yesterday I don't even remember after the fact after I told his story and everything just still saying I haven't won a bet since you know you that night or whatever and I'm like well, what do you want yeah I told you you messed up the juju that's what we're talking about anyway today apparently she found out about the podcast I don't know how I mean I really don't know who would have told her and I can't imagine she listens I didn't even tweet about it because I, 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 I actually didn't want to hurt her feelings but how was I not going to tell that story so apparently she knows about it, and uh, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, I, that story is gold. Gold, Jerry. I mean, again, she's lucky I didn't call the cops. And who treats somebody like that? So I really don't care. And yet, uh, I do feel a little guilty. I don't want her to be upset. I mean, not with me. I, that's okay. That's over. I don't want her to feel that bad. I, I mean, I, you know, I feel horrible. I'd like to talk to her. I'd like to talk it out and everything. But, you know, it's ridiculous. This woman is... Insane. Uh, there's just no other way to put it. You know, just constant text. Oh, you know, you're like the best guy. You're the best friend. And then you know, she found out the podcast. You know, you've never been my friend. So I mean, it's it continues. But obviously, the girl has a you know a medical condition, and that's nothing to fool around with. I certainly don't want to see her. Uh, you know, to harm herself or anything like that. But um, you know, listen, that story is gold.
1: Why do they call it Oval Team? The mug is round. The jar is round. They should call it round team. (laughs) That's gold, Jerry. Gold!
0: And there's nothing anybody can do about it. It is good stuff. I'm glad you guys all enjoyed it. It's, It's a crazy, crazy story. And it continues to resonate with everyone. I couldn't tell you how happy I was that everybody found it as interesting as I did. And, you know, you all wrote me and that was terrific, you know? I mean, really, I love hearing from everybody, and I like when I think I'm like, all right, this has got to be a great podcast because this is such a great story. And then when I don't hear, I'm like, oh, I guess they didn't like it that much. But this time, no, I heard from everybody. And let me thank, again, my uh, Patreon subscribers. You know, you you really, this is the time of the year, you, you know, you got to pay, uh, if you live there in the city, the doormen, the parking garage guys, and, you know, I'm running out of money as you know, but uh, the the Patreon, you know, every six months or so, I can take the, the, the money that you guys give me and I, I, I can use it for something like that, which is really terrific. And I just can't thank you enough. Uh, you know, it, it seems uh, a, a small price to pay, but uh, people have been really nice. You know, here's what we can do for please keep the podcast going. I heard from one of our listeners in in Hawaii and we mentioned it on the Tuesday show. He's had some rough times and he goes, you know, your podcast means a lot to me and and it keeps me laughing. And well, what's better than that? You know, and sometimes I forget that, (laughs) well, I don't know why I would forget, but I guess, you know, we all are in our own thing. And then we forget that people, wherever my tragedy is in my head, there are people who are much having a much more realistic lifetime where you really feel God has to hate you for some reason or something. As I used to say about COVID, I always thought God had hated me that I did something wrong in a past life until COVID happened. Then I realized he really hated everybody. But yeah, I mean, just even just you think about the people in the Ukraine and stuff, and I know it's a joke. You're like, oh, think about the starving children somewhere. But we do forget about that sometimes. We lose our way, I guess. And, but listen, money issues, having a place to live, those kind of things are real issues. And uh, it, just today I found out that this um, longtime family that lived in this particular building moved out or got kicked out of this building. And they've been here for years. Now, granted, they have made a lot of trouble for everyone. I mean, I was friendly with them. And, you know, this, this girl, uh, Crazy Robin, you know, you'd be your, I mean, I've been her friend throughout and, uh, you know, we're, we're okay and everything, but most people she would latch on to, you'd be friends with her in a couple of days, for a couple of weeks maybe, and then something would happen that she would do, which would make somebody very angry and then they wouldn't be friends. I mean, she just ruins relationships all the time. And you know me, I'll ruin the relationships, but um, we'll get back. You know, I mean, it's very possible, you know, years from now, Kate and I might have a beer together again. Who knows? Uh, I do like to repair relationships, even at the worst ones, because uh, they make me feel guilty later on. You know, I I, you know, I was thinking yesterday, or I think I was just driving home and thinking about something from uh, elementary school and <laughs> closing my eyes. I'm like, just go away, go away this ridiculous I don't even remember what it was but that happens a lot to me it happened today I was on the way to Dunkin Donuts I was thinking of something that happened in like seventh grade at, at my neighbor's house I don't even it was stupid it wasn't an, an incident or anything it's just those certain things you think of like oh god I made a fool out of myself that day why can't it all go away and of course it has except in your mind where you know dreams come out and they come out in odd ways and Jesus Christ, I am always in that goddamn neighborhood that I grew up in in my dreams. I don't know why. My guess, as I've always said, is that's the only home I've ever known, even though I've lived here over 20 years in this apartment. I guess because I rent it, I don't consider it a home. Although, why would I consider that one a home when my dad wouldn't even leave? Uh, let me leave a box of stuff? Of mine in the basement, he would not let me leave a box. So I had to put it underneath the house where it totally got water water damaged and I lost a lot of really great stuff. He wouldn't let me leave a box. I mean, come on. What is that? Isn't that what parents are for? I remember my friend Lawrence used to tell me like, you know, if you need money sometimes like that, you know, in, in a crunch, isn't that what parents are for? And they they should be, and you know, obviously not all of them could be that way. But you would think, in a, in a crunch, when you're in your 20s, you know, to ask your parents for a couple of bucks once in a blue moon for for a month of rent or something like that seems acceptable. I've always felt that way. It's the the ones that I can't understand where the parents are playing their complete rent. The the female comics that I've met along the way, or even the males at this point, uh, that's something I. I mean, I guess if you're rich, I, I could see doing that for a daughter, and we've talked about this before, but for a boy, uh, it's odd. But now I wish it would happen to me. Now I wish my uh, mother would pick up the uh, the slack. Uh, <laughs> I wish my parents would pay my rent. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I don't think I'd feel bad about it at all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't. <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, one of the other things we I was talking about with my friend joe uh we were talking i was talking about that block where i keep getting assaulted on you know somewhere around that fourth. oh by the my voice is all messed because i'm hungover again and i'll tell you about that later but uh i was on that that block that i keep getting assaulted on around you know fourth street and sixth avenue and we were just thinking about like it's like ghostbusters too. there's evil slime underneath we were thinking somebody's got to call Verizon and tell them to cut down there and see what's going on down there. There is some form of evil in that exact location right outside this restaurant where there is a bunch of pink slime that is making people insane and they go on a hitting spree. Now, you are not going to believe what I'm going to tell you next. You are not going to believe. I'm not going to save it in order because this has to be said because there is something About Wednesdays and me getting beaten up by girls that is on some sort of crazy trajectory (laughs) because it happened again this past Wednesday. I couldn't even believe it. And I said, Oh my God, wait till my listeners hear this one. So this time, and let me just say right away that when I tell you this story, and we know about the story with Kate, now, we can't blame any of these girls. This is a me problem. Obviously, I am... You know, it's like you keep going through roommates and you're like, oh, they're all ones worse than the next. And you're like, no, yeah, have you looked... Maybe you're the problem. I'm the problem. Because this doesn't happen to normal people. This I've done something to make these women want to hit me uh, or be violent and then... You know, kiss or hug me. I mean, it's... I don't... I can't explain it. It's just a thing. Anyway, I went out with my friend Lara on Wednesday to my friend Lee's uh, speakeasy in Queens. And, of course, the Korean fried chicken. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Beautiful UFC. So he finally got it together. Remember, I was so angry at him because he he almost gave me COVID last time I was there. So I didn't talk to him for, like, two months. And then he's like, when are you coming in? But I'm never not going to talk to this guy again. You know, I was mad for a couple of months because I was only again because of the two-facedness of their attitude and i know it's not lee it's you know alan his husband (laughs) i'm never going to be able to (laughs) i'm an old man i don't understand (laughs) they're homosexuals (laughs) husband (laughs) what uh anyway that's hey be progressive man (laughs) i do it in front of them anyway um It's just, I don't know why, it's not that funny, but it is, you know, if you've grown up where it's not, you're not used to it, it's just funny every time. Anyway, it's really not that funny, it's not that big a deal. I don't know why I'm laughing, I'm sure I'm going to get canceled in a minute, but who cares? Anyway, I mean, these are my best friends, so who gives a shit? So uh, they, So I go in, and it's beautiful, he's made it so nice, Jeez, I don't think I took any pictures this time. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I thought I, I, you know, I did. I guess I was, I don't know. So, you know, it's been so cold. I've been wary about taking out my camera out of my jacket. You got to take off the gloves, you know, so it's like taking less pictures, even though I do have a lot of good photos, I think, for the bonus, uh, the final bonus show of 2022. But um, so we go to this uh, place, uh, the speakeasy, and we have uh, what did, what did I have first? because he likes to you know make some really interesting drinks. I had a cherry soda, it was, but it's like a like an old- fashioned slow gin fizz, which I hadn't had in years, and it was pretty good. It was a little too sweet, you know, then I switched over to beer, and I guess Laura had some tequila or something, but it must have kicked her ass because maybe she had three of them. And she was out of it, I mean, really quickly too. It was really funny, and there was and and all these people were coming in like regular people we didn't know, like he had customers, and he said later in the day it gets hopping and this is in this weird section of Jackson Heights, where you wouldn't think i don't know could it used to be dangerous, I don't know what it's like now, I mean, it definitely was in the eighties now I guess it's different, and just people were coming in, enjoying themselves, sitting down they they were so happy. I was happy for Lee all nice people, it was really fun, really good time. Anyway, this girl, uh, you know, gets, uh, she gets really drunk and she just starts, uh, she, you know, she fell off her chair and I there wasn't a harder laugh I could have done, <laughs> which, <laughs> because what is the matter with her? Who gets that wasted all the time like that? So she fell off her chair and I was laughing so hard and pointing because that's my favorite thing to do. And so that my laughter, of course, made Lee and the other uh, guys we were with at the bar laugh even harder because, like, why I get any laugh at him? I mean, her and and they, she just couldn't even get up. You know, I mean, just being that drunk so quickly, it was confusing. And I'm like, oh, here I go again with another. girl. I mean, this girl's nice and everything, but you know, but I, I don't know. You just hit her really fast. And so then I picked her up, and then. Uh, I I I don't know. I guess we started kissing. I do, I don't know why or how it just you know happened. And then we were, were leaving. It was like nine thirty at night. You know, we still got to get home. you got to catch the subway. And I'm I'm holding her up. I mean, I'm like Jesus Christ. I was like every Wednesday. And so then. Um, I'm pulling her to the subway. I'm like, let's take this subway, and the subway's coming, and it's cold. So, and you got to wait on an outdoor platform for it. So I'm like, come on, let's go, let's try and you know make it. But she is lagging behind. I'm pulling her arm, and I'm pulling it up the stairs. And the conductor—you've probably never heard this story before in New York City. If you if you've seen movies or anything, the conductor is very nice, and he's waiting for us to get up the stairs. He's holding the doors that never happens he saw my situation where I'm dragging her and she's loaded and he's like holding it and she just was on the stairs on her knees she's like stop stop I can't go and I'm like oh and I'm like you better go and he's like sorry sorry right the fucking subway conductor was so nice and polite that never happens and he was going to hold it for us, but then we, we just had to wait. And then, of course, she got mad because, you know, I guess I was pulling her arm. I didn't know she had fallen. I was just grabbing her arm and trying to hold her up. So then, you know, I said, are you all right?" And then she's like wandering around the platform. I'm like, if she falls off, I'm going to be really upset about this. And people are looking because I think they're worried that she's going to fall off or they're worried because I'm trying to kind of tell her to calm down that I'm somehow assaulting her. I, it, it, I don't know what people's perception was. It couldn't have been good in either way. And then, of course, um, she hit me. <laughs> she she gave me a karate chop, not with the foot, with the hand like into like on the side into my neck. You know, like she just punch me just like Kate. So you, you see, but then when we got on the subway, she started kissing again. So you see what I'm saying? This if that's happened twice in a two week period, i'm the villain here i'm the the problem it, 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 I must be doing i'm obviously doing something to draw this anger out of these women of some sort i don't know i don't i don't, I can't explain it. All I know is that this kind of stuff should not be happening um for someone my age. I and mean, this is the stuff that's supposed to happen when you're in your 20s and really the 20s, not the 30s, definitely not the 40s and absolutely not the 50s. I mean, this is insane behavior that, but, but, but the, the situation is, see, for me, th- this is why folks you should probably always, I, I don't think there's anybody, you know, young listening to this besides maybe Catalina, get married by 30. Because I pick anyone because what's left if you're not married at this time is this, I guess. And this is what you have to choose from is your, your friends and people, you know, you're better off just having a family and sitting at home and doing nothing. I know I always say you got to go out because things happen, but I think I'm going out the wrong way. I'm just trying to do something fun on a limited budget and... Again, just trying to get out of the house, but maybe it's better if I, for everyone involved, if I just don't go out and it's like, not like I have a problem drinking. It's just, I just, these women do, I guess, or I don't know, maybe everybody I know is like that. I, they just, I'm just good at covering it up. I guess. I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I've told you before, I've gotten drunk, I get drunk, but oh God, how many guys, how many countless of times have we had to, you know, take care of a drunk girl or even a a friend or, or, you know, somebody you're trying to date. And I've been dealing with this my whole life where you're, you know, you're just trying to get by and you're pretending everything's okay. Because, you know, the thing is you always go out for a drink with a date. But many times this has happened to me. I mean, over my, my course of time. But again, maybe I just shouldn't. I mean, I, I, and I don't know how else I would. Da- I mean, I guess I could get a cup of coffee. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I wasn't dating anybody. I'm just saying, you know, I've been on multiple dates where it turns into where I got to pick this girl up. And, you know, weird stuff's going to happen. My friend Joe reminded me and you guys have been with me a long time about that girl. Uh, actually, it was in the news that girl you remember she kind of lived down the street and she was really drunk and she was picking up wood off the street and i went to her house and she was mad at me for folding her arms because you know her dog was getting angry do do you remember this on the rooftop because i recorded it and i recorded her conversation because you know she was insane and everybody liked that podcast it was a a classic what was her name tracy or something i can't remember but we were talking about that i'm you know he's like what are you talking about you you go out with these kind of girls all the time. And it's like, where did I even meet this girl? I mean, it's like, I, I, it's my, so it's my fault. I attract or look or so, sought, sought out. No, I, or something, you know, where I, I like this kind of action, I guess. And of course I do in a way, but then when in the moment it always sucks, but after I'm always like, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome for the podcast. Anyway, that girl, if you remember, and I don't remember what the episode was called, she her building, remember I told you prostitutes lived in that building? It was in the 50s, and like around first and second, maybe 52nd. And she told me, oh, you know, my neighbors are prostitutes or whatever. That building just got busted for prostitution last week. So it's been there for a long time, just right down the street. You didn't even think those places existed anymore, especially in this high-class neighborhood it reminds me of that Seinfeld episode with carol carol Kane, right carol carol Kane, right The the, the one who plays uh simca and uh taxi isn't her name carol Kane, right it's in uh, annie hall and all that kind of stuff um when she's at the hotels and that Seinfeld episode gets hit by the that the the, the 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 before they had cell phones you know the organizer and then and the hotel manager's telling her to leave she's like yeah I wouldn't want to get into trouble with any of the hookers that are here. I don't don't know. It just um, obviously all that stuff reminds me of TV. Anyway, I'm all over the place. But I just, I didn't know how to organize, but I was like, oh, my God, it happened to me again. So, again, this is a me problem at this point because that's just, uh, that stuff doesn't happen. That kind of stuff happens to people over a period of time, but not two weeks in a row. And not at this age. I mean, it's really weird. But I got to say it was fun. Oh, oh. uh, I remember one other thing, too. So, you know, we had the, the Korean fried chicken. and They give you, you know, it's drumsticks there. It's not wings. You know, and they're delicious. You got soy, garlic, and hot. So I didn't eat a lot. I just, we ordered eight, I think, because they're big. And I wasn't that hungry because, you know, I eat at work. I think I ate four of them, maybe five, and she ate probably one or two. So there were three left over, and Lee put them in a box and because she, she wanted to take it home but then she forgot about it and she forgot her purse. So Lee put the box in her purse. She's like, "I just put it in the, you po- know, box in the purse and he flattened it out in her purse so she can have, you know. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. That's hilarious, you know. She'll she'll I think she'll enjoy it when she gets home." Anyway, she completely forgot it. She would have walked out without her purse and her phone and all that kind of stuff. But I took it. So I'm carrying her purse as well as lifting her up on the street. <laughs> and When we finally get into the subway, she is going through her purse looking for something. I don't know what she was looking for. It's like, where is it? I mean, I'm positive she had her phone and everything, so I don't know what she was looking for. Maybe some sort of lip gloss or something. I don't know. But she was in there for hours, and I'm like, good. Let her keep busy, because otherwise she's just going crazy. And she's going through it, and and I see the chicken in there, and I'm like... and I see her laptop in there, and I'm like, "This God! I wish I had this on tape when the, the when she finds chicken drumsticks in her purse that fell out of the box, <laughs> and she's looking through it like." And the, I was hoping <laughs> it would happen tomorrow. Where, like, just now? Why do you have a drumstick in your <laughs> like? It would happen in front of her coworkers. Like, w- where did this come from? <laughs> And, but then, of course, if I was one of the coworkers and sort of, I'm like, Jesus, that looks delicious. <laughs> I would never be like, Ew, what's the matter with you? Well, I'd be both. I'd be both. But it did. She found the box, damn it, and took it out and just, just went through her stuff and then and was just really going to leave it on the subway and then and I took it and threw it out. But <laughs> I was really hoping for the, the comedy portion of the evening. I, again, I have no idea what was happening, and then. You know, I took her close to her house and I was just like, you, are you going to be okay getting home on your own? Like, you know, can you get in a cab and tell the guy where to go? You know, and it's always like, fuck you. <laughs> You're trying to help the best you can, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, she must, she's alone in the city a hundred times. She must have, it's not, I've seen her like this before. She always seems to get home and she did. Everything was fine. And then, you know, I get the text the next day, Hey, we didn't pay. And I'm like, I paid. She's like, Well, how much do I owe you? I can Venmo. I'm like, Well, it was oddly. I know he's my friend, but it was $1,000. Yeah, she wouldn't she didn't buy that. But it was worth a try, right? I should have caught her that night when she was really drunk. You know, it was $1,000. So, but you can only Venmo me 900 That's fine. That's fine. Uh, So that's an interesting way. By the way, I am opening, I'm hosting on Sunday night for Jeff Ross at the almost closed Caroline's Comedy Club on its last days of forever. Uh, He texted me see, unlike a tell who never tells me when I'm performing, he lets me know like an hour before. Jeff texted me on either Monday or Tuesday. He goes, hey, can you host on Sunday? And then I'm like, crap, you know, because in the sense of me personally, just being like, Ugh, I haven't performed in a while. I don't want to do it knowing full well, if I do it, even if it's not great, I'm going to be happy that I did it. You know how this works with me. So I just wrote back. Absolutely. I was going to write back, you know, Jeff, I don't, and I'm like, what am I doing? This is a, an honor. I'm glad he looked at, he was kind enough to ask me. So I said, Absolutely. And I just left it at that. And he's like, great. So Sunday, recording on Friday, this Sunday at Carolyn's. Obviously, when this comes out, you won't know about it. But I did mention it on the Tuesday show. And uh, that's the key. Sunday, I think the show's at 7 o'clock. Not that you care. But I'm saying, meanwhile, I told some of the girls at work. And they're all coming, which is amazing, which is hilarious. You know. So I hope there's a lot of pressure. (laughs) And yet there's no pressure. Everything will be fine. Like I said, I feel comfortable there. But I just haven't performed in like, I don't know, six, seven months, maybe eight months. Ever since I got this job, I haven't done any comedy. I was taking a break. So I got to put it together and a little nervous about it. I'm a little nervous about it.
1: Al, how did you know that Chutney was lying? Because she's brilliant, of course. The rules of hair care are simple and finite. Any Cosmo girl would have known.
0: I'll tell you something. You know, on, on Saturday, I think I, I told you what I was going to do. I went, I worked all day from my mother's house, you know, cause I was going down the shore later. I got my car out of the garage on Friday because I wanted to leave it like six in the morning and I wasn't sure if it was going to start. Meanwhile, my car has been starting like it's nobody's business. I mean, it's just starting. It's just, I leave it there. It just starts. I don't know what the hell is up with that car. It starts perfectly. Now that the power steering is a problem, but now the car starts perfect. So I don't know What is happening? So there's no issue. And yesterday, when I went to go pick up the car, the guy that usually spends time uh, putting the battery, you know, and, and putting it together, he goes, oh, come downstairs. But the car was already in the elevator. So, And then I gave him five bucks for no reason. And then he looked mad at me that I didn't give him more. And now I'm worried he's going to leave the car running because he wants extra money. I'm very uptight about that. And he doesn't speak any English, so I can't get out of him. Why? We were going downstairs to get the car when it was already coming up. It's very suspicious. But that all being said, I got the car out on Friday and the steering was working perfectly. I don't understand that either. And I left at six and I drove down to my mother's. I picked up some Dunkin' Donuts for us on the way and the car was driving perfect. I, you know, I was on the street, nervous about that. Like, I hope it works, but it worked fine. I went down there and... I was worried that the front door of where my mom lives wouldn't be open by 8 and it wasn't. But I I called her and she came down. Meanwhile, I was like, no, oh, sorry, I got to wake you up, right? I mean, what 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 90-year-old you got to wake up, you know, at 7:30? <laughs> what? What's going on? Was that today? <laughs> everything worked out fine. I set up and I did everything I had to do. I edited the podcast last week from there. I we uh, Alan and I taped uh, an episode of Billy Joel which I'm assuming it's okay. I haven't put it together. I haven't heard it actually, but I'm I i can not imagine it didn't work. I bought my mic with me and everything. So I you know, did everything I needed to do and it was just annoying being with my mother for eight hours, that's all. You put that aside, everything was fine. I mean, you know, we had a little breakfast together and uh uh I don't did I have any I don't think I oh I had some peanuts for lunch. <laughs> and then we went downstairs to get some coffee, which was delicious. Down there. They have a machine. One of those awesome machines that Puts vanilla lattes together like I don't know, like in Terminator Two with that coffee cup when that guy gets uh, he finds out he won but then he gets stabbed in the eye. No, that's not the guy that gets stabbed. I don't remember. Anyway, so it wasn't horrible. It was just I don't know. I was getting nervous because I was there for so the, you know it gets dark early so it gets very confusing and I don't know whether I I don't think I took a nap. You know I woke up at five in the morning so. Uh, I was out of it but then uh so I left right away like right, right after four and I was so angry at my I did all this stuff for her and then at 10 to four she's like oh I forgot about it I'm like nah do it next. come on man I've been Here all day why didn't you give that to me before so I left and I went down the shore and I was freezing all day it was freezing in my mother's apartment I thought that old people have the temperature hiked up I'm cold all the time now I am an old man And I'm cold all the time and I can't get my, I've been wearing boots and yesterday I couldn't find things that, it's been raining and I have nothing that doesn't get wet. You know, no shoes that are normal or whatever. So it's complicated there too. Nothing that keeps me dry feet wise. So I was freezing the whole time and I'm I'm just really cranking the heat all the way there. And I was picking up this girl, Lizzie, who I told you about, who's really terrific. Really pretty, but. I mean, I told you, she would be the one, (laughs) you know, because I pick her up at her house and I'm just sitting outside because I'm early and I'm just sitting, listening to Christmas music, sitting in the car because it's so toasty. And then she's like, oh, I'll be ready in five. I'm like, well, I'm outside whenever you're ready. She goes, you're outside. Why did not you come in? And I'm like, I'm comfortable out here. And then she comes in the car and she goes, you should have come in. I was just watching Caddyshack. And I'm like, oh my God, I am in love with this woman. <laughs> this is the one that I had a picture of amazing Larry from Pee Wee's Big Adventure on the dashboard because she loves him. Um she was so funny. I mean, what where are you gonna meet a girl like you know, we were just and then oh, then she goes, um, you know, cause she appreciates the fact she's been dying to meet Larry from Three's Company, you know, Richard Klein. And I'm like, Well I keep inviting you. You just never seem to be available. And she's like, I know, it's killing me because we, you know, we watch this. She's married. She's like, we watch that in bed before we go to bed every night. And I'm like, oh, is it what? She married a surfer. And the reason her husband wasn't around, he's a nice guy. I mean, uh, the reason he wasn't around is because he's surfing in like Puerto Rico that for a week. <laughs> he just goes out and surf he's older than me. But uh, we went to dinner at our friend Lou and Victoria. And the first thing, and it was freezing in their house. I just could not get warm anywhere. It was driving me crazy. And of course, I wanted to hang out a little bit. She's like, come on, let's go inside. And I'm like, let's look at the water. No, let's go because I guess she's spoiled. She lives down the shore. I'm like, I was, you know, you know me. I want to look at the water. I want to look at the beach because it's exciting every time that little area where I took the picture with the menorah and everything that, you know, in Pier village, it has an ice skating, a small ice skating rink. It really looks like something right out of a Hallmark movie. And we have to save the village it really is that exact kind of place it's quiet and it's home you know because it's not the summer and it's it really just looks like that kind of place you've seen in every Hallmark movie they probably do have a tree lighting ceremony and well this is the last year we can do it because Jared Kushner can't afford to do wait what who oh right Jared Kushner oh well I think he'll be fine I don't think we need to raise money for the Kushners so we uh so we start, like, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, She's like, we're having martini. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll have a martini, too. That sounds terrific. And she goes, well, we don't have any vermouth. And I said, I don't understand. How are you making a martini? She's like, well, we don't use vermouth. I just use vodka. You know, I can make it dirty. And I'm like, no, no, but that's, but that's not a martini. A martini has to, I don't even know what vermouth is. All I know is I want a splash of it because that is a true martini. But all these women that order martinis, they never do vermouth. They only, they're only they pretty much just having vodka with some olive juice in it. Everyone I've ever met never uses vermouth. But that's not a martini. You can name it something else, and it happened last night too when we were out. My friend Alina goes, I'll have a martini, but I don't want any vermouth. And I'm like, but that's... It's again, it's a scream, like as if this was a, a movie, you would just cut to where I'm screaming again. I'm like, but that's not a martini. I'm yelling at the waiter, but that's not a martini, right? It was a waitress. And she goes, well, technically, no. I'm like, but you, so I'll have a martini with vermouth. So go, well, we don't have, I'm like, oh, all right, I'll have it anyway. But it's not a martini. I mean, am I, am I wrong in this? I don't even know what vermouth is. I'm sure I'm fine without the vermouth. There is a story from 2000, exactly 2000, where I had four of them without vermouth. The girl told me there was no vermouth, and I threw up that day. So maybe that has something to do with it. But you, it's a martini. Nobody knows what vermouth is. I mean, you got to have a drop to make it a true martini. That's what's in a martini. It's like a classy, old-fashioned. They should call that one an old-fashioned instead of an old-fashioned, whatever that is. Oh, drives me crazy, but... I let it go. I was trying to let everything go. You know how difficult it is for me. And then, oh, that's right. Also, I said, well, you know, I could stop by this place by my mother's house, this orchard place, which has pies and cider and stuff. I could buy pies. You know, I could buy dessert because they're like, don't bring anything. And I'm like, good. But I feel guilty. So I said, let me get dessert. You know, so, so she goes, well, Lou doesn't like anything chocolate. And I'm like, Ugh, I shouldn't have even asked. And Lizzie has to eat gluten free, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck happened to this country?" I mean, seriously, right? I mean, I'm just like, "Well, can you just tell me what to get then, and I'll just get it, you weirdos." So they fortunately, this place had small pies. so I got a small key lime pie, which Victoria's, oh my god, I love that, and I got a chocolate pie for myself because I wanted to try it. And I found one gluten-free frozen cheesecake until later when I found it. Liz, oh, I can't eat dairy. And I'm like, well, you know what? I did the best I could. They don't even sell gluten there. In fact, the lady was like, ugh, gluten, right? Ugh, I don't even know if that's real. The lady at the store was saying that. They have one gluten product because this just isn't the place you go for a gluten-free shit. It's, a, it's, an, it's an orchard where they actually grow their own shit and that's what's in the pie. You know, that's why you want to get an apple pie there or a strawberry pie or a cherry pie because they grow their own stuff. That's why I love getting the apple cider from there. It's for real. The apples that they grew right across the street from the store that they picked in October and they're making beautiful, delicious apple cider, which really tastes like apples. It is so good. So I bought that and I got loose some cannolis and then I felt pretty good and it wasn't that expensive. So it was good. And I went down and and and, and we had, and the first they made some really good food. What'd she make? Uh, shrimp scampi, I think. It was very good. A really good salad. It was good. But for some reason they were taking a long time. Maybe she was drunk. We didn't eat until like 9 o'clock and I got there at 6. But I didn't care. I wasn't in a rush or anything. I was having a good time. I think maybe I had some wine or something. I, I don't remember, but it was it was a fun night. I was just still mad at the no vermouth thing, you know. Also, for some reason, the strangest thing happened, and this is weird, like somehow I was connecting, I was listening to the Billy Joel podcast as I do when I'm on my way to my mother's. So I was listening to this week's episode again to make sure I didn't uh, say the N-word or anything (laughs) on the Billy Joel podcast. (laughs) That's what I'm checking for, just in case. It just automatically comes out like last week, like, (laughs) like like it was like, oh, that time I called you a kike. (laughs) making sure it doesn't happen on the Billy Joel podcast. So I'm listening back. And plus I loved, if you heard it this week, we had the bridge part two, but you know, who cares about that? The album wrap up. It's this guy, Paul Lauren playing all the songs. It sounds so good. I love hearing him play on the piano. I mean, I am a nerd for that. Somebody just playing on the piano like that and singing. That's the best I'm I'm listening. And then it, it stops. And then it goes into this other podcast, which is Victoria who's been on the radio for years. So she, she, all of a sudden hers, it's never come on before. I don't know what, it's like a beauty tip podcast she does with a friend. And I'm like, wait, how is this, how is this happening? Wait, is she on the radio? Did it cut to the radio? And how is this happening? How did it go to that? It never goes to that. It always just goes to my podcast or something like that. It's, it was so strange. And then I'm like, well, maybe I should listen to it because I'm going to see her later. And then she'll like that I listened to it. And she had all these hacks that you can you you know, these beauty hacks. Like, you know, here's uh, today we're going to talk about what you can do with lemons. <laughs> and so I was paying attention because I figured I'll use it at the table. I'm like, do you know if you go for self-tanning and sometimes you have extra tanning, you can take a lemon wedge and do it on your elbow and it takes it off. And she's like, wait, how do you know about that? I heard it on this stupid podcast. These two broads were doing this. And Lou is laughing because he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But she's like, Wait, somebody else has a podcast that was doing Lemon Hacks? Oh, you have that too? I was was really playing. It was really funny. (laughs) But then, of course, she was thrilled that I was listening to the podcast. But the funny thing was about that podcast, that obviously isn't for me or men, I guess. Although, uh, she said something about Oh, I remember what it was. This is actually pretty good. You you, you might want to know. And some of you ladies might want to listen to this. Although, this could be good for guys too. She said a good wine hack, a wine hack when your teeth goes red, which happens a lot when you're drinking red wine. She's talking about like at a function, a very quick hack, bite into a lemon like you're doing a tequila shot and it takes away the red on your teeth. That was good stuff. I'm like, this is good. I got to write this down except for the fact that I'm driving. I was like, that's pretty good. But you know what the, the best part about it was? It was that... She's been doing radio for such a long time, and maybe it's not something I was interested in, even though it got me interested. Her and this girl talking together was very entertaining. Now, I've heard a lot of my friends do podcasts that aren't very good. They either don't have energy, they don't have topics, they just sit there and they're like, so here's what happened. Like, I was listening to my beautiful friend Lenny Marcus, and and he does that podcast with... um, uh, Leslie Jones, and I'm like do they even do they even prepare for this podcast i I wanted to listen to it because they're my well lenny's my friend. I don't care for Leslie that much, but I wanted to support him and listen, but I was having trouble listening to it because I'm like, do they even have topics? This seems very unorganized, and that's what I liked about and I've heard other podcasts like that when I try and listen to other friends or people that's what I liked. That's the thing about Gilbert. I love the other podcast I would listen to was Gilbert's podcast because Frank always made sure it was cohesive and organized and it was flowing. But these podcasts for somebody like a Leslie Jones or I don't know, somebody else that's a comedian that's doing a podcast. Sometimes they just don't, they're not flowing. They don't prepare. They don't care. They don't seem to have pride in their own podcast. And it suffers and it's no fun and it's not very entertaining. So I was saying, I I liked theirs because it just kept flowing. And, you know, whether you like her voice or her topics or whatever, it sounded like a very professional podcast because who knows who likes a podcast or what makes a podcast tick. I just thought I'd bring that up because it was pretty good. And of course, you know, that's the kind of stuff that makes for good dinner conversation, knowing something about your guests or your hosts. And and using it in a sentence that could get you invited back for another time. Uh, now, now, who's doing the uh, podcast, the a ladies' podcast? Uh, let me tell you about appropriate dinner behavior. <laughs> Don't bring a girl that gets that drunk that fast. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure Victoria was like that too, because if you remember correctly, she used to be married to my friend uh, Vic Henley. You know, who was a major drunk towards the end. He's dead. And we did a a podcast on his greatness and he was a lovely guy. And the two of them would get that drunk and fall down drunk where I'd have to, you know, even if I went out with her without him, I'd have to hold her up and, and she's tall. It wasn't easy. Yeah. You know, again, I guess it's on me or is it all just girls that don't know how to hold their liquor? I mean, I've definitely seen guys do it too, obviously. I just haven't seen many guys do it. Late for the past twenty years. Now that we're older, I mean, obviously, I obviously, I guess that sounds sexist. Women have a lesser tolerance. I, I don't. That that's a stupid statement, or maybe I just go out with a lot of women. I guess I don't know. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's the answer. I don't go out with, but I go drinking with a bunch of dudes sometimes. So I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. In fact, there was a study today that said Diet Coke gets you drunk faster. Diet Coke and rum, rum and Coke if you're using Diet Coke or um, a mixed liquor or whiskey drink with Diet Coke. This guy, is, it's, it's uh, trending on TikTok. it went gone viral. This doctor said this gets you drunk faster and he had these reasons because the sugar count than Coke does and then this girl went out to prove it and she had four drinks and she took a blood alcohol test and the her blood alcohol level was much higher with the Diet Coke and then everybody goes great I'm going to continue drinking the Diet Coke because I want to get more fucked up faster (laughs) that's something they didn't see coming I told you that Diet Coke is no good that's why I drink regular Coke if you're going to have Coke have regular Coke enjoy yourself it's a treat hey Lamar is there any place around here with really good jazz oh you want good jazz
1: good jazz let me ask you a question who played cornet Jacques Saint Clair on Vital Stats? Scotty McDonald. Get in the cab. Get in the cab! <laughs> Take this young man
0: to the blue spot. Yesterday, my sister and I went to get fountain soda. It was fantastic! At that Chinese restaurant. Oh my God, I had two Chinese meals yesterday. I go to see my mom yesterday, very worried about a big storm coming snow rain i'm like i'm doing it anyway because i got plans with my friend alina and steve and uh, john and eric and this other girl with wearing this unbelievable outfit danielle and they're both nurses like one's an er nurse and alina is just you know this (laughs) incredible nurse that she was like well no i'm like but you're an er nurse isn't that but she goes no no what alina does is like True unbelievableness. We bow down to her. And I'm like, I don't know. I think she might run the entire hospital. I don't know. I know she's really good at her job. And really, it's a very serious job. So we had this plan to go out to this. It's called Shanghai Jazz. And it's at this place in Madison, New Jersey, which is kind of around eh, maybe 20 minutes from where my sister lives or maybe where Jeff Ross grew up around Springfield or something like that. Not not too far away from the city, thirty forty minutes outside the city, maybe even thirty minutes. I had to come from my mom's house, so I, that was like an hour and a half. But no big deal. That was the plan. I was just worried because of the weather. And the other thing is, I was telling myself, I'm like the one. Or I was telling my mother, the one thing I look forward to on Thursdays if I got to go see my mom is the drive out there. And I'm very upset if I have to get rid of this car in the garage because of the price. Because the one thing I look forward to when I'm at my, my job, my stupid job, which, again, isn't stupid. It's just the circumstance because I'm just sitting there doing nothing and there's no windows. And I have these fantasies about Thursdays on nice weather. Well, Thursdays, I'll, I'll be going down the New Jersey Turnpike, <laughs> a, a dump, but it'll be nice and it'll be a pleasant ride. Because I'm cooped up in this place with no windows three days a week. And then, you know, my house doesn't really have a lot of windows. I mean, when I'm here on Fridays, I can look out the window. But normally, I told you, my living room overlooks a brick wall. So I look forward to this. I mean, you know, it's, what, what is that? You, you just ask it for a moment of uh, an hour long of just something. I mean, on the turnpike, it's not like it's beautiful. It's disgusting, actually. But if it's nice and it's sunny, I'm like, oh, it's nice to be outdoors, and that's why I never want to go home. That's why I'm always slow poking and I'm like, oh, I gotta get back on the turnpike, go into the tunnel, go back in the city. Ugh. Hurts my head thinking about it. So when it rains, it just sucks. It really takes, you know, it gives me agitating my stomach hurts. It just makes me uncomfortable. My car isn't very good in the water, obviously. I press the brakes and you can hear it's like, is it gonna stop? I don't know. So I went out there and I was a little late because I wanted to be late, because I knew I was going out later. And my sister was like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, all right. So we went to the Chinese food. I'm like, I'm having Chinese food later. But I don't mind having Chinese food now because not only is it really expensive at the place we're going, and I'm just trying to pretend like money's not an issue, which of course we know it is. But their dishes are weird and it's better if I fill up for lunch because then I won't eat like a pig later. And I'm going to be drinking. So you know what? I'm going to, have the lunch special and the fountain soda. I'm just going to go for it. And we did. It was pretty good. And then we went back and my sister left and I helped my mother with a whole bunch of stuff. And then I, Oh my God. And then I talked, I said, I got to make a couple of calls. And again, you know, it gets dark and it was dark at three o'clock because of the weather. I'm like, Oh my God, I still have to go out. It's time to go to bed. <laughs> you know? And my mother's already getting ready for bed. It's five o'clock in the afternoon. So I called this guy, that guy Tom Snyder, because he had called me about something. I can't remember what it was, but I was so happy to talk to him because, remember, he was the one that watched that bird's-eye view and all of these questions. I said, listen, I'm trying to get a video of her when I run into her in the building. I'm not going to try and avoid it this time. I'm going to try and get a picture of the two of us. I'm going to try and get her on video saying, thank you for watching the movie. You're going you're to love it. You're going to thank me when you see it live. It's going to be great. But I'm not knocking on her door to get it. I'll wait till I see her in the lobby. So he called me and he told, and we were reminiscing. And if you remember correctly, this guy invented the show Dr. Katz, the cartoon on Comedy Central with Jonathan Katz. Now, another thing you might, I don't remember if I brought it up, but you might remember, and I'm, I'm sure I told the story years ago, is that we were working on another show together called Giving Harry the Business, which again, I'm the only person that has a copy of it. And the guy that does Bob's Burgers now was in charge of this one. And I've told them I have the thing and we should do a screening, and then COVID happened and everything got fakakta. But this show, this kind of sequel to Dr. Katz, was Steven Spielberg was a huge fan of Dr. Katz, allegedly. <laughs> so he brought Jonathan Katz and Tom Snyder to LA, and they were like, We wanna we wanna do another show. What do you have? And they have this show called The the Business. I remember this because and again i've told this story before but you know who knows five years ago when the podcast first started or something i get a call from tom and he goes hey i'm about to go into a meeting with steven spielberg and jeffrey katzenberg i'm like are they jewish and he goes we're pitching this new show and you're a big part of it and you're part of the pitch and we just want to make sure that you want to be involved? You're okay with this? That you want to be involved? And I'm like, well, what days are that going to shoot? Is that going to be on Mondays? Because I usually have chicken wings. I'm like, what are you fucking? What is this? A joke? I was sitting in my. I was. It was one of those times where I didn't have a job for two years. You know, I was just like, yeah, of course I'm in. Even if I had a job, whatever I was, of course I'm going to be in. You guys are the best. You, you, you know, you, you let me on Dr. Cats, and I, you know, I'm not a great comic, and I will never forget this. So we tape it and 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 it's a go-ahead and then we, they bring it to abc abc says yeah we want to be in business with steven spielberg and he's like great and he's like yeah we'd love 12 episodes and spielberg's like no no no, no. we only do it for 24 episodes where we walk and they're like well then you should walk and then they did yeah i definitely told you this because i said every week i was going to play jeff just because dave cross with dave every week jeff Jusgow was going to pitch a one-person show on ABC Prime Time. I told you this like a year ago. The point I'm making today is I found out some new information of possibly why it also didn't go. (laughs) Apparently, Jonathan Katz, in the meeting, (laughs) said to Spielberg, he goes, you know, I finally saw Schindler's List. And he's like, oh, he goes, yeah, you know, if if I could be honest... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you like, where's the, you see Tom Snyder's face. I like, go, oh God, where is this going? If I could be honest, I only laughed about five times. It's really not that funny. And Spielberg, when I heard that last night, I laughed hysterically. And I'm like, oh, my God, no wonder Spielberg must have loved it. He goes, no, he didn't get it. He didn't understand. And I'm like, what? W- w- what? What? <laughs> That's hilarious. and then he and then he continued. He goes, "Now Amistad." <laughs> I really liked that one. It was very balanced. You know, it's like I left there going, "You know, I don't think slavery is for everyone." <laughs> Whatever he was doing to ruin the show, he absolutely did. Spielberg did not get the comedy. I'm like, I don't understand. You just said he was a big fan of Dr. Katz, and he goes, "Well, if you remember correctly, Dr. Katz." Jonathan's character in the show is very straight laced I'm like you know what you're right I didn't think about that I remember the episode with Andy Kindler and Andy Kindler's in the therapy office and he's like yeah I had went to this audition and the guy goes don't be sticky and Andy Kindler says I took that to me we hate the Jews and then you see Dr. Katz's eyes you know widen in, in animation of course and I'm like right right he was the straight guy in that well, oh so I guess Spielberg didn't see his comedy (laughs) before it's like it's like if you're auditioning bob saget at the time and you're like oh this is the guy from full house and he's just got this absolute potty mouth you're like what the hell is this
1: (laughs) Dad, the problem is there's just no work right now in my chosen field. You still, let me let me see if I have this right. You want to be a, a daredevil. Yeah, yeah, I want to be a daredevil. And do you I, read I don't the one it's... ads, Ben? Do you read them? Yeah, of course I read the one ads, Dad. I read them every day. And and, and? and what exactly is a gal Friday? That's not for you. What, what do you look under exactly when you read the ads? What category? Do you look just under daredevil? Okay, Dad. Ben, where are you going? I'm going back to bed. And what about the what about? Remember, we had this talk about the master plan. Yeah, I knew when I was when I was ten years old that I wanted to be a psychiatrist. Ten years old, but when I was twenty, when I finished college, I took work as a pimp. I had to. There was nothing out there. No, when I when I was twenty years old, I went to work in my father's factory. Hey, yeah, and for for four years, I I I, uh, I worked in a factory. I, I worked my way up initially from the elevator operator. To the point where I was supervising the elevator operators. and uh, Was it a manual? No, it's an automatic. Oh, good. That's but, uh, well, Ben, you get some sleep. And uh, you know what? Thanks. Uh, geez, where did you put my magic wand so, so that I can clear the
0: table for us? That's very funny, Dad. Meanwhile, those jokes are hilarious. Why you wouldn't want to be in business with somebody like that, I have no idea. Because that's the funniest thing. But that's what we talked about yesterday. And then I ended up leaving, and I put steering fluid into my thing while it was raining with my umbrella, (laughs) pouring power steering fluid into the steering thing, and it it really worked fine. I know there's a leak, and it's huge, and I got to get it fixed, but I don't have the money right now, so I just keep putting liquid into it. And I drove it up to this place, and of course, I was an hour and 15 minutes early, as usual, as I am with everybody. And of course, they were like, oh, we're 20 minutes behind. I'm like, of course you are. That's why I ate before. That's why I expected all this. You know, I I didn't care because they're always late. Alina's always late. It really drives me crazy. But I expected it, so it didn't bother me. But fortunately, I found this uh, parking space, and I was just kind of hanging out. And then I went in, and I sat at the bar and had a drink. Now, I got photos of all this. So it's a jazz club, and they just serve this delicious Chinese food. I don't know. Nobody's Chinese in there. There's no Asian people in there. I talked to the owner for a while who was, who was bartending because I said, well, you guys aren't worried about being short-staffed at all. And they told me, no, we actually aren't so short-staffed. That's why the owner is bartending. And I'm like, it looks like there's like 10 people working tonight. And this it's, it's not a very big place. But you walk in, they're already playing jazz. Everybody's eating and listening to the jazz. It was awesome. I mean, I don't really care for jazz that much either, but this was fun. And we were kind of talking like, loud and not listening to the music because we were eating and then we would have listened to the music but I think people were upset but they were already gone because we were late you know people got there at like five o'clock or something like that and we didn't sit down until about eight fifteen. but it was great I, I started at, at the bar with some wine and then I moved to the martini because Alina was having it which wasn't a, mine was a true martini hers is a fake one and then I just I got some more wine and uh, we had appetizers. Uh, they got uh, chicken wings, which I think is always a mistake at a Chinese restaurant. That's not the way, way to go. But we had um, the, the pork dumplings were excellent. I, I, I got some pictures of all the food. What did we have? Like a K- K- Korean bar? Oh, not barbecue. I don't remember. And some sesame chicken that was on the bone for some reason. I've never seen that before, but it was still pretty good. But everything was very good. I'm trying to remember what else. Obviously, on the bonus show, I'll point it all out. And it was a fun time. We had a lot of food and a lot of drinks, and we were really having a good time. The band was good. I, I don't know whether they were upset because we were just having a, we were having a really great time talking and laughing, and you know, and, and listening to the music. But I guess it is bad if, but I mean, these musicians—they're playing a Chinese restaurant. I don't know what they're expecting. I guess I maybe I should have been a little more respectful, being a comic and knowing how that works, but. You kind of know what you're getting into when you're playing a Chinese restaurant in a band, but it was fun. And then uh, we finished and then we went downstairs. There was a speakeasy down there and there was nobody in there, but it was beautiful. And we had another drink. The bartender just made some, I don't know what it was. It was pretty good. And he was really nice. And we hung out there for a little bit and it was cozy in there. I think I took a picture of that too. Yeah, I did. And then they all left and I went home on my own. It was still raining. raining. And I was just, I took some pictures of the town because it's cute and it looks really Christmassy. Again, just like kind of Long Branch. And then there was a creepy alleyway I had to do get in my car. But it was a, a rather enjoyable ride home. Whereas when I went there, I was very, very uptight for an hour and a half driving in that weather. I guess maybe the weather had subsided a little bit. It was still raining. But for some reason, I guess I was just in a really good mood. I don't know why. I got home okay. Of course, then I still had to walk home, but then yeah, I guess it must have not been raining because I didn't have to use my umbrella because I brought an umbrella with me and stuff. I don't know. I was in a good mood, but I guess I, I guess I was a little drunk because I woke up kind of hungover this this, evening, this morning. I guess, or maybe I was just full. I don't know because I had two two big Chinese meals. But it was an excellent time, and I'm glad I went out. I went out, and I also went for wings on Monday night, which was. Pretty no, it was good, but our usual guy wasn't there, and the other guy messed up our Chris's order, my friend Chris's order, and we got upset by that because I'm like, How could you not want it? We're here every week. Well, it wasn't all his fault, but it was still so. I went out, I guess, three times this week, which is rare for me, right? Or four times because I went out, yeah, I went out Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Wow, well, that's what you're supposed to do this time of the year, right? I guess. And then I'm going out Sunday. I'm kind of hoping, I know Jeff wanted to hang out tonight, but I know he's performing, and I'd really rather not go out tonight because it's raining and it's horrible weather, but we'll see. I'll do whatever he says. I'll just go with the flow, and then uh, fortunately, you know, when the New Year's over, everything will go back to normal. That'll be better. I mean, i got to worry about teaching. I've I've been trying to get clips and trying to start putting them together and everything, but I don't know how to get clips from the movies. Like, nobody has a DVD player anymore. So I'm not sure how I'm going to show scenes. i got to figure it out. I was, I was thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. How, how am I going to show those scenes? I can't just grab stuff from YouTube on this. I need certain particular scenes that maybe aren't on YouTube. How am I going to do this? Another double jeopardy situation for our hero, Jessica out of the city. Well there's a couple of things I could talk about but, you know, if we're ending the the season, there's probably something else I'd want to say but I do want to say this one thing in the the news there's a new movie called Babylon it's with beautiful Margot Robbie and and Brad Pitt I guess they're together again from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood which I don't even think they met in that movie but it's from this uh, director who I guess did LA was it La La Land or something and it's about the old school movie business and what pisses me off about this especially you know the guy that we like Johnny Olazinski from the post He's reviewing it. He's saying it's pretty good and there's some problems, but it's okay. And it's about old school Hollywood before there's sound. And he's saying it's kind of funny when they're trying out this stuff and there's all this microphone. And not once. And I'm going to assume this guy is gay. This Johnny Lozinski. I don't, I don't know or whatever. And really, it doesn't really make a difference. But he's talking about how funny the movie is when they're trying to You know, get the sound together because it's before the advent of sound and how it's going to end, how it's a faded movie star, Brad Pitt's fang, a faded movie star who's going to probably be ruined with talkies. And not once do they mention the movie Singing in the Rain. And I don't understand that because for years I've been telling people, and maybe I'll talk about this in class now that I see it, it's a great idea, you know, especially using a movie that was made before I was born. The thing about Singing in the Rain, if you don't know, if you don't like musicals, if I was to cut this movie up, take out the songs, and just piece the plot together, it's, it's, it's an outstanding premise. It's a wonderful comedy movie without the songs. I mean, these songs are great, and they're standards, and they're amazing, but if you don't like musicals, then they're not for you. But if you put this together as a comedy... It's fantastic. I've been telling people this for years. Because the premise is about the beginning of sound movies. It it starts with two silent stars. It's Gene Kelly and, and his uh, whoever the girl that plays the the you know the villain technically in it, but they're Lockwood and Lamont, and they're very famous screen stars, but sound is coming and they have this big party where they're showing the invention of sound to the crowd and they're like, hey, come out of there JG, we know you're lip syncing. He goes, nope, I'm right here. What? You know, that kind of stuff. And so they're going to try their first talkie and they have all these problems with the footsteps happening and the and the ruffling of the dress. They're trying to figure it out. This has already been done. How it's not mentioned in this, it doesn't make any sense. This has been done brilliantly in a movie that it didn't win Best Picture, but it was certainly up there for all the awards and for the end of time being a legendary movie. It's not like anybody forgets "Singing in the Rain." You've heard of it before. You've heard either the song, and they have it in commercials, or you've you've heard about it. You've, Debbie Reynolds, is in it. that's Carrie Fisher's mom. It's a legendary movie you watch as a kid, maybe because you you know your parents would make you watch it because it, because it's great. But they never they never talk about the premise of the movie. It's fantastic and. He's working with this woman. The way the setup is, you never hear, it's like I said, Lockwood Lamont. He's Don Lockwood and you never hear Lamont speak. But you're not thinking about it when you're watching it. And so the first time you hear her speak, it's goddamn hilarious. It's a wonderful setup. When you hear her speak, she goes, and I can't stand it. She has a horrible voice. It's hilarious. Diggity kids, it's a smash. Hey, Mr. Simpson? Don, Lena,
1: you were gorgeous. Yeah, Lena, you look pretty good for a girl. For heaven's sake, what's the big idea? Can't a girl get a word in edgewise? After all, they're my public, too. Lena, the publicity department rod here thought it would be much better if Don made all the speeches for the team. Why? Lena, you're a beautiful woman. Audiences think you've got a voice to match. The studio's got to keep their stars from looking ridiculous at any cost. No one's got that much money. What's wrong with the way I talk? What's the big idea? Am I dumb or something? No, no, it's
0: just that Don's had so much more experience. Next
1: time, write me out a speech. I could memorize it. Sure, why don't you go out now and recite the Gettysburg Address?
0: And it's set up so well. And they're like, what are we going to do? like i don't know we'll dub her i mean it's it's really the history of filmmaking right here in this musical and that's what made it so great i guess because when they were making those ridiculous move musicals that you know maybe i like maybe i like i don't even know that are just so stupid and we make fun of them forever those judy garland mickey rooney movies that are just stupid let's have a show in the barn that make no sense here gene kelly and i think it's stanley donnan who i what movie was i watching of his the other day it was awful um Oh, blame it on Rio. (laughs) That's right. I've been watching it because Michael Caine and Debbie Moore and this girl, and it's, you know, a 42-year-old guy with a 16-year-old girl. And I'm always like, I I, I watched it because I was talking about it so recently because I'm like, look, they made this movie in 1983. It's a laugh-out-loud comedy about a 42-year-old sleeping with a 16-year-old girl. And I'm like, things were different. Everybody has to relax. And I and I was looking it up, Stanley Donen, the director of Singing in the Rain, directed that horrible movie. It's It stinks. But I was just watching it because I remember that girl being hot. And it's ridiculous. I don't remember the movie at all, but the girl that he sleeps with, it's not Demi Moore. She's She was never heard from again. I mean, she has got some body. And I don't think she was 16. Maybe she was 17 in the movie. But, her, but I remember watching being, I don't know, five years older than her. I was like, oh, this girl's body is sick. But she, there's one scene where she, they're in Rio, so they're naked on the beach or just topless. And there's, she's talking to her father and Michael Kane, like, hey, how you guys doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, what? It's okay here. And, I, and Demi Moore has her hair around her, so she's not doing it. But I guess they found a girl who's like, do you mind taking your top off? And apparently they had to get special permission for her to be naked Oh yeah, because there's one scene I think she takes a naked photo. They had to get special permission for her to be naked in the movie. It's very important we make this movie. But the director of Singing in the Rain directed this movie. <laughs> I mean, that's what's even more messed up. Anyway, this guy and Gene Kelly you know, said, why don't, what if we make a movie that has like an amazing plot too? Even though the ending is stupid. But what if we did this? And that's why I think it was so great. Not So not only... Was this movie this movie musical different than any other musical that had ever been done because there was a strong plot to it whereas the other ones are fleeting? It also had the best songs ever written for a movie musical. I I just don't under... So I don't know. I want to kind of stitch it together. I got to get it so I can edit it and show it to... I'm like, look, isn't this good? Isn't this fascinating? And they just... and, And it's perfect timing now. They just made a movie like this and they don't reference it that it was done... 50 years ago, or longer now, 70 years ago. Jesus Christ. That kind of shit bothers the hell out of me. Why does it bother me? Who the hell knows? Because I'm a very angry old man. In fact, I got some footage of me being very angry, I think, at the restaurant yesterday, even though I wasn't angry, but I was doing the old man angry thing. Also, I was doing a tribute to that thing you do where he's watching that band, if you know the movie with Del Paxton, and he's so excited He's watching the jazz band, the kid, and he's drinking the martini and loving the martini. So I tried to capture that. Again, that'll be in the bonus footage. And then my friend Eric took this picture of the band, but my nose comes into it, and I'm yelling at somebody. It's really... I said, I never want to see it again, and yet you have to send it to me because I have to show it to everybody. It's hilarious. It's <laughs> hilarious. So those are the things you're going to get on the final week of the 2022 edition of Just Gow Out in the City. I think when we come back, I'll change the theme song. I think we've had a year enough of that to try and do something different. But other than that, you can expect the same nonsense, I suppose, and hijinks. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you tone it down. Uh, I, I don't think things are that bad. Maybe they are. I mean, maybe you just... I don't know you know be now being a college professor. <laughs> this is great. But I guess we'll see, right? do this little journey together should should the uh, 20, when do we come back in, in January? what is it the second? Uh, should I have the welcome back Cotter theme playing for just down the city? welcome back it's dave just cow in the city welcome back to that same old place that was so shitty well the names have all changed since you hung around but the girls that kick you in the balls are still all around who'd have thought they'd need you Lovely, lovely back here where we need, need you. Yeah, it's Jaskow in the city because he's teaching a college class. Welcome back, welcome, welcome back. back, welcome back, back. Jaskow back. Welcome back. Back. Welcome back. 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 in the city. Welcome back, welcome back, Jaskow in the city. Welcome back, welcome back, Jaskow. Maybe we'll just call it Welcome Back Jaskow. That's what we'll just name the podcast for a year. Welcome Back Jaskow. Does that work, or should we use a tells joke? which is the um, Magic School for Inner City Kids, which is called Welcome Back, Mr. Pater. <laughs> oh, that guy is a goddamn genius. Well, that is it. Listen, listen, you guys, first of all, everybody that listens to the show, thank you so much. And thank you so much when you write and let me know that you do like the podcast and you want me to continue because sometimes I say, what am I doing? Why, why am I bothering? Is anybody even listening? But when you respond like that and say such nice things, I can't tell you how much it means to me let alone those of you who have subscribed to Patreon, that is a miracle and I just always hope I'm giving you your money's worth for it. Just, I just hope everybody, you know, no matter what you're going through and everything, just has a nice holiday season and an easy New Year. Ugh, what am I going to do for New Year's? I don't know. That's why technically I should have a show the week after January 2nd. Because I guess I'd be filming it or taping it before New Year's. So then it's like, wh- what's the point if you're not doing the New Ah, eh, We'll see. Maybe I'll just record it on January 1st. And then we can get that out of the way and start fresh. But we only want to miss a week. We don't want to miss two weeks. You know, what are we doing there? What are we going to do for two weeks? i we going uh, to have a, a full book of stuff I got to tell you guys? We're going to finish out this 2022. I just hope everybody has a great holiday season. That being a Hanukkah which is coming up this week and Christmas and New Year's. I don't know. Jeez, I don't think I have any plans as usual for New Year's, but I don't care. It's on a Sunday anyway. And I'll just see everybody refreshed and retooled and ready to go on January 2023 and we'll start this all over again and have the best time this Tuesday or tonight will be also the final Comedy Cellar nightly show of the season where we'll just have a good time as normal and uh, this will also be the final Billy Joel A to Z podcast of the season which now this time for sure is called This Night and it's a pretty good song It's a very good song. It's off The Innocent Man. I don't remember it at all, but when I heard it, I enjoyed it very much. And apparently it is about Elle McPherson, not Christy Brinkley. But all that being said, all things Just Gow end tonight. But we'll be back in two Tuesdays in the year 2023. Have a great holiday season, everybody. And I'll see you next time on Just Gow in the City. Good night, everyone.